Yesterday, we celebrated uh, the conversion of Paul into Christianity. Today, the church offers us another opportunity with the life of St. Timothy and Titus. Both of them were converts into Christianity. Timothy comes from uh, a mixed family. His mom was a Jewish woman, and his father was from Greek. Titus was a convert, was a Greek convert into Christianity. He was a pagan. Each time we, we celebrate the conversion and the feast of uh, great saints in the church, it gives us an opportunity to reflect on their life, to reflect on their conversion story, and how they handed down Christianity to the next generation. It equally gives us an opportunity to reflect on our own conversion story and the efforts we have made so far to hand down this same tradition, this same culture, to the next generation, to our sons and daughters. One of the four marks of the church is the church is apostolic, which means that whatever we do today was handed down to us probably by our forefathers, by the apostles to our forefathers and our forefathers to us. And we try our best efforts to continue to hand down that faith. In our, reading, in our readings of today, Paul gives us an example of that succession story. He says, I am grateful to God whom I worship with a clear conscience as my ancestors did. As I recall your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and that, I am confident, lives also in you. For this reason, I remind you to stir into flame the gifts of God that you have received through the imposition of my hand. I would like us to look around us, look at where you are sitting, look at your favorite position in this church. You know, each time you come to church, like me, I have my favorite position in the seminary where I like to sit. And back in my church in Cameroon, I have a favorite position. And that same position was where my parents used to sit when they take me to church. And I remember it. And I want you to ask yourself a question. Are you the last person who is uh, going to occupy that position? What have you done to make sure that after you, there will be people who will be sitting at that same position to remember you and to pray to God and to keep the faith going? The readings of today are challenging to you. It asks you, to get you. It asks you to get to work if you have not been doing that. It asks you to be more intentional in the ways you hand down your faith and your belief. You know, every child is born into a community, and each community has a tradition, a culture. The Catholic community has a Catholic tradition and a Catholic culture. What have you done to make sure that you hand down that Catholic tradition and Catholic culture to the next generation? Today, I, I want us to reflect on three factors that makes us true Catholics. A true Catholic family is one that hands down the faith God, God has handed over to us. We make sure that every member born into that family receives the sacraments. 
Ask yourself, are your kids baptized in the church? Do they make frequent use of the sacrament of reconciliation? Do they receive Jesus Christ every Sunday and holy days? The second thing I want us to reflect on is our prayer lives. Do you pray for each other? In the readings of today, we see St. Paul saying, I constantly remember you all. Timothy and Titus, they were like sons to St. Paul. I constantly rem remember you all in my prayers every day. Do you pray for one another? Do you pray for your kids? Do you pray for your brothers and sisters? That is a way to hand down the faith. A family that prays together stays together. Prayer is the key. If we don't teach our kids, if we don't teach each other how to pray, how to come together to pray, they won't know how to do it. They'll be out there. So as a true Catholic family, handing down that tradition of faith, we need to pray together. We need to teach the kids how to pray. We need to teach each other how to pray. And the third factor is, a true Catholic family stare into flame the gifts of the Holy Spirit that each member received during baptism and confirmation. In our gospel today, Jesus asks his disciples a very important question. Is a lamb that is lighted placed under a basket or under a bed? The faith is like a seed. It is planted in us during baptism and confirmation. But if we do nothing to that seed, it's going to be there. We need to nurture that seed. We need to water it. We need to manure it so that it should grow. It is not enough to get your kids baptized in church. It is not enough to get them confirmed in church. But you need to follow them up constantly. I want us to ask ourselves, when last did you talk to your kids about the vocation to the priesthood? When last did you talk to them about the vocation to the religious life? When last did you talk, about, talk to them about being a missionary? Dear friends, it is from the family that we have all the priests, all the missionaries, all the good husbands, good wives, good doctors, good nurses. They all come from the family. Because somebody got them up that way. Somebody mentioned to them that there was something like the priesthood. There was something like being a good husband, being a good wife, being a good doctor. And if we don't do that, the kids will grow up not knowing it. That is part of handing down the tradition, handing down our faith. So today, as we reflect on the life of Timothy and Titus, let us take this moment to examine our life, how we have handed down the faith, and ask ourselves, when I'm no longer here, are they still going to be members of my family who are worshiping God? Timothy became the bishop of Ephesus. Titus became the bishop of Crete. They were all converts to Christianity. And we could trace it. The faith was handed to their grandmother, Lois. Lois handed it to Eunice. And Eunice handed the faith to Timothy. 
You can feed your name. Are you Lois? Are you Eunice? Are you going to hand down the faith to the next generation? Or oh, nobody cares. 